Hi, I'm Sanera Madani, and I'm a mom of two, a daughter of an immigrant and an unlikely entrepreneur who went from scaling an idea to a billion dollar business. Yes, a billion dollar business. Along the way, I learned that less than 2% of female founders ever hit 1 million in revenue. And I became obsessed on a mission to change that. I believe that there is so much gatekeeping in business knowledge and that we as female entrepreneurs should be learning from other female founders and leaders who have broken the statistics. Since I never went to CEO school, I've had to learn it all the hard way, but you shouldn't have to because we believe that you deserve to have it all. And honestly, nothing bad happens when women make more money. Grab a seat because class is officially in session. Welcome to CEO School. Hey everyone, it's Sanira here. CEO School is officially part of the HubSpot Podcasting Network. We're now part of a family of shows designed to help professionals listen, learn, and grow by providing access to the world's leading B2B podcasts like the Gold Digger Podcast hosted by Jenna Kutcher. The Gold Digger Podcast helps you discover your dream career with productivity tips, social strategies, business hacks, inspirational stories, and so much more. I recently enjoyed listening to Jenna share 12 personal boundaries she set up for herself and that you can also borrow to protect your own peace, whatever that looks like to you. Listen to the Gold Digger podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. Welcome to CEO School's Wind Down Wednesday. I'm your host, Sanira Madani, and today I'm going to be talking about money and diversifying your revenue streams. And I'm going to be specific when it comes to all different kinds. This is going to apply to all different industries, but I'm going to get specific about additional forms of revenue that you can add to your business today. So topic, the the first thing that I want to kind of start with in the first topic is your MVP or your minimally viable product. This is your kind of your main core product offering that you have as a business owner, whether you are a service-based entrepreneur, a product-based entrepreneur, a uh, a uh, agency, you know, doesn't matter what kind of entrepreneur that you are, you have to have a core offering, right? So your main offer, your hero product, I'm going to be calling your MVP. And some of the things that I see entrepreneurs fail at early on is they get way too distracted, right? So I know at the end of the day, we want to be making as much, you know, as much money as we can. We want all the multiple forms of income. Even the average millionaire entrepreneur has seven different forms of income streams that's outside of one business avenue. So it is important for you to have multiple forms of of business revenue coming in through the door. However, it doesn't happen overnight, right? So first and foremost, it's so important for you to have consistency in your business. So I'm gonna kind of bring us into the business product offering first. So first in your business, I want you to identify what is your core product offering. That core product offering is really what the base of your company is going to be based upon for a long time. Now, as you continue to scale, right, and you've really nailed your core offering, that is when you can expand, add in additional revenue streams, really think about your customer journey and what are the different add-ons that you can do, different packages that you can do. But it is important for you to have your core product offering nailed first. So if you're an early entrepreneur and you're listening to this and you have multiple forms of revenue from, you know, or multiple products in your company, 
I want you to, you know, think about and name the core offer that you're like, this is the one, this is my signature offer, right? This is my signature product or my signature product, my product suite or my signature offer that I have. Everything's going to be based upon that core product. And if you're an advanced entrepreneur and you already have a core product offering, we're going to also talk about how you can continue to diversify it. But one of the main mistakes that I see entrepreneurs make is that they are too distracted, right? When I think about the early days of Stacks, we had so many different opportunities for us to grow our revenue, right? So we're a payments company. We could have done hardware if we wanted to. And we could have done different, you know, channel partnerships early on and white label partnerships. We had so many different opportunities for us to add in different revenue streams early on. And one of the things that I would say made us extremely successful was that we were focused and we were so focused on a singular revenue stream. And I'm going to take you to like, because this is the podcast, I get to go into fun stories. I had visited a mentor in Atlanta And, uh, you know, still one of my mentors today, one of the most pivotal mentors that I had in my life and still have in my life, uh, his name's Asif Ramji, and he had a company um, based out of Atlanta called Paymetrics. So he was in in fintech. He was in payments. He ended up selling his company for $550 million to a giant strategic um, in our space. But when when he was mentoring me, his company was a few years ahead of the journey that Sal and I were on. We went down to Atlanta, met him in his offices, and his all over his offices on the walls were like plush squirrels. Swear to God, like plush toy squirrels that were like hammered on some of the offices. And I saw like after you pass by one, he, like he's no one's saying anything, right? He's giving us the office tour, so they don't mention it. And I'm like kind of like giving a look. And then after probably the third one I saw, it was like, wait, 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 wait. Why are there like toy squirrels on your wall? And he's like, it's so that we don't get distracted. And the concept is that, you know, squirrels, like you're like squirrel, and then they're the most easily, they're they're just distracted, right? Like they, you get, they're distracted and you get distracted because you see a squirrel. And so you don't want to chase the squirrel. You don't want to chase the distractions. And the one thing and the most important thing that you can do as an entrepreneur is truly stay focused, right? Focus is what's so important. And so they literally had these reminders on the wall to not get distracted. And I took that, like that was probably one of like the biggest nuggets that I took away. And I came back and I was like, Sal, we can't get distracted. We've got to stay focused. And so for, I think for almost four years, uh, we had one product offering and that was it, right? We didn't get distracted by all of these different opportunities that came our way. And we said, thank you, no for now, right? And that we were going to revisit it later. And probably um, one of the best decisions that we made in order to do so. Now, if you're an early entrepreneur, this goes back to, I don't want you to get distracted by adding too many things to your plate. I really want you to nail your core product offering and not get distracted. But there is a time for you to then diversify. And it's so important because in order for you to build a million dollar business or a billion dollar business, it is important for you to diversify your revenue streams for your company, right? And um, I'm sure we could talk on another topic of diversifying revenue streams for yourself because girls just want to have funds. And we could talk about personal wealth on a different um, 
on a different episode. But today I'm going to give you guys ways to think about diversifying your current offer or your product suite. So one, it's important for you to nail your current product, core product. That's where your whole company, kind of like the big value proposition is going to come from. The second piece is then to identify what I love to call the customer journey. So and we can use this example for every, I can give you an example in every different industry type. So service-based, product-based, whatever. So let's start with product-based uh, company to start with. It's October, and that means you're probably in the final stretch of your fiscal year. And in this macroeconomic climate, you're also probably thinking about how to best optimize budgets and scale operations in 2023. But you don't want the best probable solution to deal with whatever comes next. You want the best solution, period. Whatever stage your business is in, HubSpot CRM platform is ready to scale with you at the flip of a metaphorical switch. With totally customizable hubs, HubSpot has thousands of apps that you can easily integrate use or get rid of whenever you need them or don't. Plus, transparent costs and an intuitive interface means that there are no fancy frills for us to hide behind. That's because HubSpot isn't here to probably grow your business. It's here to help your business grow, period. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. Running a business is hard. Managing employees is hard. Getting customers through the door is even harder. But getting paid shouldn't have to be. This is where Stacks Payments is here to help. As an intuitive platform for invoicing, recurring billing, in-person, as well as online payments, Stacks is a one-stop hub to get you paid. What's even better? Stacks has one flat fee for the month instead of percentages you can't understand. Stop spending time tracking down customers or payment tools that fail on you. Set your automations up with Stacks Payments today. As CEO and founder of Stacks and CEO School, it's been my mission to support female leaders, founders, and CEOs. With Stacks, I'm able to do so by providing fast, easy, and affordable way to process payments every day for you. Let's say you sell um, a beauty product and it's a skincare product and you start with one line of your, your core product that you have. And it could be a beautiful serum that helps with acne or uh, per se. And from there, if that's your core product, you can think about what other products does your customer, does she need, right? You already have the sale from the acne product. Are there any add-ons or products in that journey that she needs? Does she need a pre-oil? Does she need a face wash prior to putting on the product that you have? What about a night cleansing cloth? You can think of all of these different things in the product journey. And you don't want to have too many things where it feels like you are a um, like a giant merch store of product, right? Like you want to have a really thought through customer journey but and cu- customer products, but it has to be based again upon that customer journey. So that's first and foremost, I would say, is take a look at your core product. And then two, think about the adjacent left and right of it. And a quick exercise that I like to do is actually just circle on a piece of paper um, my core product and then draw an arrow out left and right. And if you need to draw arrows up and down like a starburst, write down kind of the products that come to mind, but where they fit across the journey. If it's a left to right journey, you place it on the right spokes, I guess, of that of that paper. But it's going to help you really think of your customer and that journey that he or she is on and what you can add on. If you are a service-based company 
and you are a marketing agency, a podcast agency, or some sort of service that you offer, if you're a digital company, you're a coach, you're a nutritionist, right? What is that core offer that you have, right? People come to you for this core offer. And I would say that even from a price point standpoint, your core offer is going to be that mid-level price point and mid-level volume. You can think about your VIP offering, right? So if you wanted to do a select group of clients and you wanted to do additional VIP services, so the way for us for that we did it at Stacks is we had our core product and our core offering, but they wanted to do add-ons for multiple forms of payments. They needed additional users. They wanted an account wrap, customer service 24-7. You get the theme. They're more VIP than the regular client. We had a different price point for that VIP client. So you can even structure in tiers of features for uh, your, your, your main product offering. And then of course, you can also have a light version, right? Another example for, because I love giving it across different industries. If you're a uh, digital, if you're in the digital space and you create courses, let's say that's your primary business, then you can have mini courses, right? That's a lighter offering or digital downloads that people can can buy. You can have one-on-one offerings or VIP services as well, right? So really think about that customer journey and product journey. So that was one and two. And then a third revenue stream that I think is honestly the most important, not the most important, one that grows a lot of enterprise value, I would say, for your company um, is MRR, right? Everybody wants monthly recurring revenue to have it in the bag, to have uh, a monthly recurring product in your business. And honestly, an MRR product can be applied to almost every single style of business. And because it's the most coveted, it's also one of the most difficult to actually sustain and grow, but there's a lot of value in doing so. Now, if you're a product-based business, do you have a bundle or a service that you can package that can be monthly, um, you know, monthly shipped out, right? So for example, we created one for one of our CEO school members. Uh, She's a juice company and she had a physical retail store, but we created a monthly subscription where she was able to deliver juices on a monthly recurring model for executives around town or for people who are, you know, health conscious and that want to have their services delivered. So you can create an MRR model on almost every single style of business that's out there. One of the most easiest businesses first to kind of create is uh, for those that have a large community, right? So if you are a digital entrepreneur, it is a great way or, or a nutritionist or you're, you're servicing, you have a specific niche or an expertise that you have. That's a great way for you to build and grow a community where you're able to offer additional services, um, you know, or, or offer your knowledge in a way that could be offered in a monthly recurring revenue way. So it can be applied to product. It can be applied to digital. And then, of course, for technology companies, I mean, software as a service is recurring revenue as well. So really think about what are the like recurring revenue streams that you can add for your business. And then lastly, I would say is to think about revenue streams for your business that perhaps you aren't the one that owns that product. So what are what are the different revenue streams or that you have, you have the customer, what are the product or services does your customer need that you can that you can partner with, that you can collaborate with. Whether that's affiliate income, whether that's even for, for example, um, I have a friend who has a med spa. And for med spas, I mean, she's offering 
her core services, which could be like the fillers and um, facial, um, hydrofacials, and she has like a core menu, right? She has a monthly recurring model that, that she's added. So she has her monthly recurring revenue coming in from, um, you can you can select certain, you know, one or two, um, you know, services a month, and then you get extra VIP, and then you get all these things if you're part of her club membership, right? And then she can earn affiliate revenue from products that she loves already, right? And so earning revenue from companies that you're already going to refer or that you're absolutely in love with, that your customer needs, whether whether that be of a retail location, but this even applies from a digital standpoint as well. So really think about how you can partner in terms of revenue as well for the audience or the customer that you already have today. So these are just some examples I hope you enjoyed on diversifying your revenue stream. But what I would say is the most important thing for every entrepreneur to think about first is nailing your hero product. Then you can go into these multiple streams, but it's so important for you to have a core offering that is always going to be um, the, the, the main product. And as you scale, then you can have multiple products that might be a core product. I mean, where we are in stacks today, right, where that journey evolved, we were one-to-one with our customers with our software. Five years later, we had partners knocking on our door saying, hey, we want to white label your solution for our software. And then now we have that's this product that we, we added on is actually going to now turn into our next core product offering. Um, and so your journey can evolve and pivot as an entrepreneur. And that is that is also the best way for you to grow your business is continually to think about how you can diversify and add in multiple revenue streams. I hope you enjoyed today's episode on diversifying your income. If you did, screenshot this episode and share it with me on social media. I'd love to reshare it and say hi to you. This is how we grow our show. And send me a DM. Let me know what other topics you want me to deep dive into on Wind Down Wednesday where we go a little bit deeper on some of my favorite topics. And we actually go deeper on this particular topic inside of the club this month. So every month I'm going to be doing specific workshops for our entrepreneurs inside of our MRR, our our club. Um, and I'd love for you to come join us. If you've been thinking about it for a while and haven't, haven't joined, I have some special codes for you today to come check out and come join us inside of the club uh, where you can have access to deeper workshops like these. I'll see you next week at CEO School. Running a business is hard. Managing employees is hard. Getting customers through the door is even harder. But getting paid shouldn't have to be. This is where Stacks Payments is here to help. As an intuitive platform for invoicing, recurring billing, in-person, as well as online payments, Stacks is a one-stop hub to get you paid. What's even better? Stacks has one flat fee for the month instead of percentages you can't understand. Stop spending time tracking down customers or payment tools that fail on you. Set your automations up with Stacks Payments today. As CEO and founder of Stacks and CEO School, it's been my mission to support female leaders, founders, and CEOs. With Stacks, I'm able to do so by providing fast, easy, and affordable way to process payments every day for you. Thank you for tuning into today's show. If you loved it, leave us a review. We are so proud to bring you authentic conversations, game changer expert guests, and valuable content on and offline the best compliment you can give us is by screenshotting today's show and tagging us on Instagram at C
CEO School and at Sanira Madani. We are obsessed with swag, so don't be surprised if we want to send you some. Thanks for tuning into class today. And remember, nothing bad happens when women make more money.